All right, Lumberjacks, and we are back. We're back. Take two. <laughs> Take two. Next game. Next up. Boy. Talk about a complete and utter cakewalk. Just yeah, I think that's probably the largest margin <laughs> win I've seen. In a, um, it's been a while. Oh, yeah. If not ever, the longest I've, since I've been a fan, since I've been in Nacogdoches, I don't remember us winning by that big of a margin ever. Ever. But okay, let's, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. Um, on December 2nd, we played Arlington Baptist at home. First home game back in Nacogdoches and William R. Johnson since the big Duke win. And, uh, you know, we were hoping for a good crowd, a big crowd, and we were kind of there. Um, could have been better, but it also could have been worse, too. Um, thoughts? Yeah, it was about halfway full. I mean, I guess for Monday night on, isn't it dead week this week? It is dead week, yes. So... Yeah, we were about almost half yeah, capacity. Not, not too bad. Not too bad. So, we played Arlington Baptist. They are a private four-year Bible university, uh, official education institution of the World Baptist Fellowship. Um, they offer undergraduate and graduate programs. Okay. They are D2. They're a member of the National Christian College Athletic Association, um, and they're a member of the Association of Christian College Athletics. Interesting. Okay. Um, cool. Um, now, full of all that. So, coming into the game, their official record was 0 and 7, but um, including their exhibition games, they're 0 and 10. Mm-hmm. So. Really sad. Um, they lost to a string full of people: Wayland Baptist University, Oklahoma, Panhandle State University, University of Dallas, Southwestern Assemblies of God University, Texas A&M International University, St. Mary's University, University of St. Thomas. Thanks. Um, and Monday night was rough, rough, rough for them. <laughs> uh, well, uh, to be fair, the last time we played them last year. We won 97 to 47. So it was kind of a similar loss. Uh, (laughs) You know, we crushed them last year too. And uh, the year before that, we played 2017, played them at home and won 116 to 66. So (laughs) that's just a little history of our three-game bout with Arlington Baptist. Ah, just a little rough for them. It's been pretty painful for them. Very painful. I mean, they're 0-8. 0-8. That's sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, we won 114-49. to Um, Everyone who played scored, except for Nate, but he was literally in the game, uh, two minutes and apparently I, I like rushed in after it had already started. So I completely even missed him being in the game. Yeah. Um, apparently rolled his ankle kind of early, but um, yeah, he had a little injury. Fine. 
didn't want a chance you know, putting him back in in that game when he wasn't really needed. So Right, which I don't blame them. I mean, and he really wasn't. Uh, obviously, you know, with any athlete, they always want to play and play hard, but um, they really didn't need him. He just just sit on the bench, Nate. You're fine. Just relax. <laughs> get some get some R&R. Get your knee or get your knee. Get your, you know, ankle better. Uh, that way you can play hard versus uh, Alabama on Friday. So you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Exactly. That's that's the one we need to push through for. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. So um, a little bit of information on post the game, some things that have happened um, since we played on Monday. So uh, we got seven votes in the top 25 AP poll, which is pretty darn good, I think. And uh, we also had one vote in the coaches poll. And uh, we're still we're still taking bets to see who that one vote was because we found out um, there's a bunch of coaches that we have ties to that are on the coaches poll. Um, one of them being coach Casper. Um, another one being the coach from Northwestern. Uh, and also I believe the coach from Baylor. So we're trying to, we're, it's still, it's still a toss up to figure out who voted the one coach voted us in on the coaches poll. Um, I know. Right. So uh, who knows? Obviously we probably will never know who gave us the one vote in the coaches poll, but my money's on my money's on uh, coach Casper just because it's coach Casper, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, Other people were saying, you know, coach, I think his name's Scott drew um, with Baylor. I think that's what his name is. Maybe I think that might be the right coach. Whoever the bears are. Yeah. one of the one of our fans said it was uh, whoever's the coach of the Bears, and there, but there's a bunch of Bears teams out there. But I'm assuming it's Baylor Bears, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so we'll see. Um, so to catch us up on Southland Conference standings, obviously we are still ahead in the Southland Conference at seven and one. Um, we are five and zero oh at home, two and one away. Next up. Changed a little bit. Lamar was behind us last week, but now Sam Houston is bringing up second place in the Southland Conference, and then Nichols, and then Lamar. So Lamar has fallen to fourth place. Oh, sad, sad day for them. And uh, in a shocking turn of events, Corpus Christi A&M has shot up from the bottom of the pack. They are now fifth in the Southland Conference. And Houston Baptist is down there at the bottom with having won a single game. That's rough. Mm. Yeah, that's rough. Central Arkansas has only won one. Come on. What are y'all doing over there, Antonio? Jeez. Um, get it together. And uh, Abilene Christian has only won two games. So some of our major foes from last season are struggling here early on. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then lastly, we just looked at the new mid-major poll, the men's mid-major top 25 poll um, that came out yesterday, December 2nd, through collegeinsider.com. And uh, yours truly, South Lang Conference, Stephen F. Austin, State University Lumberjacks are number eight in the mid-major poll. 
from College Insider. So there's that. Gonzaga's first, Liberty, ETSU, St. Mary's, Northern Iowa, Furman, Bowling Green, then SFA. So, boom. Pretty awesome. Dab on you. And we were previously not ranked. So everybody else in um, minus Yale and ourselves were the only two teams in the top 25 mid-major poll to not be ranked um, previous <clears throat> in the previous week. So, uh, boop. What do you know? Yeah, that's pretty high for not, not being ranked at all. Exactly. Before. So we go from not being ranked to number eight. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge jump. So uh, talk about – Fantastic. So. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, same. Very, very, very excited about that. I think it's fantastic. Um, and our, like I said, I already mentioned the NCAA AP poll and, of course, the coaches poll. So that is the yeah. current standings of Stephen F. Austin State University, not SF Austin, in <laughs> college basketball. <laughs> uh, um, all right, go ahead, girl. Join in our jump in, join in. Join Let's in. join in too. Um, we can join. Wonderful stats for this game because they're all pretty good. I'm, I'm fairly pleased with all oh, of Oh, the it. stats were. Uh, well, I mean, come on. <laughs> we have 65.7% sold all percentage. All right. Uh, pretty good. Not the greatest that we've had, but that's all right. Whatever. Um, 25% for three point percentage. Yeah, but. That's fair. It's not, it's not great, but I don't think we took a whole lot of threes. So I was going to say, I don't think we took a lot of threes at all. I mean, I think we – yeah, we only took 12 total and made three of them. So, I, I, you know, it was a small percentage anyway. Yeah, and I think towards the end, it was almost kind of one of those where it's like, yeah, go ahead and take some threes that you may miss. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we're killing them. Like, yeah, and – And the craziest – the, <laughs> The craziest part of that is the two two of the guys that don't play as much at all are the two that made the threes. O and Tyler. Yeah. Crazy. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll, we'll get, get to that. that. I'm just saying I'm just saying the two dudes you wouldn't have yeah. expected are the ones that got them. Totally. Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I, I think it was kind of a good use of the lead to let let them take some threes and get a little more comfortable with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, 100%. Yes. We have some, some to give. Uh, free throws, 67.9. Pretty fair. Pretty good. Um, the points in the paint was just a massacre. Uh, Obnoxiously 82 bad. Points. 82 points in the paint. That's I cannot believe the pip was 82 points. I cannot believe that. I mean, that's like a, a high score for just a regular game. I was the whole g- total. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, we had more points in the paint than the other team had points. Yeah. Uh, we had more points off turnovers than the other team had points. That's we true, had 58 too. 58 <laughs> points off turnovers. Man, 58 points off of turnovers. Again, that's insane. You're right. Yeah. We had more points off turnovers than they had total points. <laughs> I yeah, shouldn't so laugh. I shouldn't nice. laugh. I feel bad. That's, yeah, that's the knife to the heart, that we scored more off of turnovers than they actually just scored. I cannot. Um, I think I'm going to tweet that later. I mean, I feel like I feel bad that they got beat that badly because they were. I mean, they tried. Bless their hearts, they did. But man, yeah. man, oh man, <laughs> just 
rough. Just um, rough is right. Second chance, second chance point, 23. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Our, our field goal percentage was pretty fair, so um, not saying there were a whole lot of opportunities for a second chance point, but we weren't missing a lot. Um, yeah. Not like we needed them. Pretty good. Uh, 69 bench points. I mean, that's, that's like a decent score just for a game. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, and total, total rebounds, 44. Yeah. 44 rebounds. So we had oh. – so the other team scored 49 points, and that's basically how many rebounds we had. We had 44 yeah. rebounds. <laughs> Oh, God bless America. So, 17 offensive and 27 defensive rebounds. Um, kind of game leaders. Uh, Silver's prize player of the game was Rocky. Literally, Rocky, that was the best offensive performance you've had to date. I mean. Oh, for sure. Came out and killed it. We were so happy uh, to see that. And uh, other stats were good as well. He had he had 18 points, one rebound, three assists, and three steals. So he was out there really getting it. And he got he got a lot of playing time. I want to say he had the most um, playing time on the team. Yeah, he did. Well, uh, no, sorry. Yeah, he did. 26 minutes. Yeah, Roddy had the most playing time, and then uh, Gaben yeah. had the second most. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, that's part of the good the good list for me. The nice list is that Roddy had a fantastic game. The like you said, one of the best that he's had to date. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah, hands down, best game. Um, hands down. Cam Cam had a killer game too. Twenty two points, two rebounds, two assists, five steals. Mm-hmm. Um, the mud. The game, 17 points, 7 rebounds. Almost a double-double. Um, almost. Gavin got another double-double, 13 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. Um, no, another Tyler, good game Tyler game. got 14 minutes of playing time, 7 points, and 2 rebounds. Yes, Tyler! Tyler, okay. if you're listening, um, I already told you this once, but we are, dang it, we are so proud of you, kid. Like, you came in probably earlier than what you expected and you came in and you just started having fun and you were shooting and you were, <laughs> you, you were kicking butt out there. You were doing the best you possibly could. I, I loved it. You were, everybody was pumped up for you, kid. It was great. Yeah, you, you did, you did really awesome. Um, so let me see for my, I mean, I think we're all Mostly going to be talking nice, but um, no, yeah. <laughs> one funny thought, uh, Chris Nikita sat with us yesterday, and like almost right off the gate, uh, John blocked this guy, and she like that guy just got blocked by John, but <laughs> of all not people, anything, not anything offensive to John, but no, so, like, the fact that some dude just got <laughs> yeah. shit stuffed back in his face by John, it was like, oh, it's just going to be a long <laughs> night for you, fellas. Oh, it's going to be. Um, I know. Exactly. You're so right. Um, Cam got, like, several great dunks. I made a note in the first half that he got a great dunk, and in the second half, he literally got three, like, three possessions in a row, I think. He did. Um, yeah. Oh, played a great offensive game. Got a good three. He did. Um, he did. 
Tyler made his three. David got another dunk. That was um, pretty good. Twice in a row, David had, I think it was like two possessions in a row or right near each other, that David had a fast break down the court in front of Kevon and mm-hmm. gave like this awesome, like no look behind the back pass for Kevon to come in with like massive one-handed stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, massive, massive, yeah. Uh, and Rossi, there was one play, I don't remember what you did, but I was yelling at you, and then, like, immediately after, he got a steal on a drive, and then a steal on a dunk, and I was like, I'm just gonna start getting on to him more often. Clearly, we do just need to yell at him verbally and not just to each other, because anytime we do that, we did it verbally on, on, on Monday night, he did something good afterwards, so it's almost like, well, all right, clearly we have to physically yell at you. Best game ever. Um, yes, he had such a great game. So proud. And then there was, there was one time that Tyler had a fast break, and we honestly really couldn't tell if he tried to go for the layup and missed, missed it. Yeah. And I think it was Cam behind him got it and dunked it. Um, yeah. Or if he did it on purpose to bounce it off the backboard to him. Um, hey, either way. Tyler could. Uh, Shakia said that you definitely meant to do that as an assist. So we're oh, 100%. Gonna we're going to go with assist on that. Like, he meant to hit yeah. it off the backboard and for, uh, I think it was Cam, to come behind and literally slam it down. Like, like this was like the dunk competition at the All-Star game or something. Yeah, it was, it was pretty tremendous. It was pretty great. Um, so, yeah, again, uh, Jacqueline covered a lot of what I had because we usually have the same kind of thought processes when we're going through these games and sitting watching them. Um, I just had a few uh, random ones. I, obviously, I already mentioned we already mentioned the O for three, had a really good three-pointer. Um, uh, Cam had some good rebounds. Country, country played great. Uh, he had another good game defensively and some good uh, offensive possessions. Um, he didn't have many, but the ones that he did, um, he did have four points. I mean, he did make a little bit of an impact there, which was fantastic. So uh, keep that up. Um, Tyler, again, he came out and he was, he's a shooter, man. He came out and just went ape crap, ape crap. Um, Rati, I cannot believe you with that freaking dunk. I cannot believe you you made that boy rethink his entire life and existence that poor boy has a family to think of and you just embarrassed him out of his own shoes that dunk was so good it was actually featured as number two sports center top 10 so i think we're just gonna live on sports center every week just gonna throw that out there i mean i have to I mean, each week we're clearly going to do something ridiculous, whether it be beat number two Duke or have some major post-dunk posturized stuff or something. But, yeah, that dunk was definitely classified as a grade A felony murder. Disgusting. Disgusting. I did notice uh, Gavin, Gavin had some good free throws. You know, for a big guy, Gavin has a really good free throw shot. So that's a great thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of a grievance. Uh, Ronti still has trouble a little bit with the behind the arc threes um, going for him and, and missing them 
almost repeatedly, but he did kind of pick it up there in the second half and had a couple jumpers, um, had some good drives to the basket and of course his dunks. So, you know, I think he may, that might've been a breakout game a little bit. Hopefully um, he'll continue doing that and he'll be the shooter that we're told he is. Um, so, and then lastly, because mid major madness is such a joke of a Twitter account. Um, they are trying to benefit off of our quote unquote fluke win by selling lumberjacks beat Duke t-shirts that are probably the ugliest t-shirts I've ever seen in my life. So do everyone a favor and do not buy those shirts. Instead, buy the cool shirts that SFA Barstool put out on their Barstool website. It says, we beat Duke. It's a white shirt. It says, purple, we beat Duke. And it has the score right underneath it. So buy those shirts or the ones that Jackbackers are selling. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I need Jack Backers did one. Yeah, Jack Backers uh, is selling Jack Backers some is too. Yes, Jack Backers is alumni owned by the Fitches, um, Pam and Allen. So buy that shirt or buy the SFA Barstool shirt because don't support Mid Major Madness. They say that they support SFA and they have Coach Coach Keller as their profile picture and they have Thomas Walkups stick out tongue in their prof in their uh in their big banner thing picture, but they talk a lot of crap. They've called our win a fluke. And they've also said that we're just not a very good team all the while having all of that as their background picture and their profile picture, which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. How can you support quote unquote support us, but then yet call us a crap team and then say, we're going to get zero votes in any of the major polls. Yeah, I mean, I, it I makes no sense. It, it wasn't an expected win. Like, there's more diplomatic ways to say it than, like, I would never say that it was a fluke. Like, no. It was a surprise uh, upset. Yeah. No, no game's ever just a complete fluke, I don't feel like. Um, no, no. We fought know. hard. If you call it a fluke, that is diminishing the win and the hard fought win. That was a hard-fought win. We deserve that win. Even Coach K said that we deserve that win. So don't diminish the win by calling it a fluke. It's not a fluke. We've won twice beyond, after that. So get, give me a break. Yeah. So And beyond that, it was a very high-scoring game, like an 85-point game. That's not really a fluke. Like, it didn't just accidentally happen, like, no. enough times to score 85 points. I mean, Exactly. I exactly. That's so. my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree, and that's why I was getting real, real, uh, real upset on Twitter the other night. And I'm glad a lot of uh, our fellow SFA basketball fans were um, on there as well, talking about it and backing everybody and each other up because it was. I think it was just kind of. It was just a. It was just egregious. It was a hot take, and it was a really bad hot take from them. So I hope that they've learned their lesson, not to uh, piss off the SFA basketball fan. Because uh, we'll fight back easily. So anyway, yeah. yeah. All right, so that'll do it for the first half of the podcast, the nice list and all the uh, game stats. We'll be back in just a second with, of course, our airing of grievances, what do you meme, and some, of course, some announcements and upcoming events. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. 
short but still informational one of Jacqueline's most what's the word I'm looking for uh her favorite section the airing of grievances it really is I mean you named it so uh the airing of grievances the tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances (laughs) I got a lot of problems with you people Gotta we love don't it. have a lot of problems today. We don't have a lot of problems. I mean, that game was very problem-free. Yeah. It was, it was smooth sailing. We were very relaxed and calm and, like, you know, got to enjoy the game like just normal fans. It was great. Um, Didn't have to write a lot of notes. I do have, I do have two issues. And one of them I mentioned, I think, last season or maybe the season before, whenever we played Arlington Baptist, and this was a problem. But I don't know why the scoreboard is not programmed where the triple-digit score fits correctly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why. I mean, if this has happened before, so I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not like we have triple digits all the time, but when we do, it kind of looks weird when it's overlapping with something else. Yeah, I would like this to look nice. I don't know. I feel like that can be figured out. Um, <clears throat> yeah. You know, I would like that to be, you know, not like that. Right. Um, we need to get Tyler's name on his jersey. His job is done. Who do I need to call to get this done? We've I played, know. Like, now. I mean, we, we played six games. So I need his name on his jersey. I mean. Uh, kind of make that happen, Captain. I agree. I mean, do, do I need to find somebody with a with a cricket? and cricket his name out of a vinyl and stick it on, iron it on the back of his jersey myself. I mean, because I, I will. I mean, Kay has one. Kay has a cricket. Let's go let's do it. Yeah. Let's just. Uh, whatever. Uh, I think there's called a silhouette. I don't know. I'm not a silhouette. Yeah, I don't, things, but I don't have one of those fancy yeah. schmancy things, so I don't even know what they're called and her, how they work. But, I mean, yeah, I feel like that's a very simple thing that can be easily remedied in, like, one day. It's just been a while, so I don't know. Um, I would yeah. love to see his name on his jersey. I don't know. Uh, yeah. That would be great. That would be um, good. Not, not a big negative, but John got a sack. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what happened there. I, I guess he, like, said something after he... Well, from what I was, yeah, so I wrote this on my grievance list as well. Um, obviously, yes, John did get a tech, but my grievance is with the refs on this because apparently they gave him a tech for screaming and being excited after he took a charge. Down. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, like, they gave him a tech for, like, going, like, you know how normally when he gets so excited, he goes, ah, and he get, he's all pumped up? Apparently, that's why they gave him the tech, because he screamed. I mean, I don't think that's tech worthy. I don't think that's tech worthy either. Now, if he, like, screamed in someone's face, that's a little different, but I don't think he did that. So, that's my beef is with yeah. the ref for giving a really kind of kind of stupid egregious foul tech for no real reason um and then 
the first half with Rati's shooting again was was driving me bonkers because he was trying to take threes and wasn't hitting them. And I was just like, but thank God, second half, it got so much better. And that was really the only problem I had, like, game-wise. There wasn't really anything negative to say about the game itself. Um, the only th- other thing I have to say is that I don't know where <clears> – <throat> I don't know where uh, the crowd that was there got their shirts at, but it wasn't the purple store. Um, <laughs> there were a good number of people in purple, but there were also a good number of people just not in purple or white. Um, here, here's my thing. Here's my problem. If you're going to come to a Stephen F. Austin State University home game, the least you could do, the absolute least, is wear an SFA shirt. Now, do I prefer it to be purple? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, if it's white, is that okay? Absolutely. Even if it's, especially if it's a white out, do it. If it's another color, all right, whatever, as long as it's an SFA shirt. But it's really not that hard, people. When I was at school at SFA, you wanna know how many three purple shirts I had? Free purple shirts, drawers full, drawers full of free purple shirts. They give out free shirts like it's freaking candy. And so I don't know where y'all were going um, without the, with these non purple shirts on. I, I, I don't get it. I, I just don't. I, yeah. I mean, definitely lots of opportunities to get free purple and SFA shirts. Um, even if it, even if it's not even a SFA shirt, like a purple shirt. Like last night, you didn't have a SFA shirt on, but it was purple. It was purple. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If it's purple, it's good. Purple equal good. I make it simple for you. Simple <laughs> language make it easy. Purple equals good. White equals good, but not as good as purple. Uh, any other color is okay if it has SFA on it. I mean, it's it's not hard, people. It's really not. I mean, I literally have a small rotation of purple shirts that I have. Um, if you need a purple shirt, call me. I'm sure I can find you one in my drawers full of old SFA shirts. I can find you a shirt for the love of God. It's just, or go to, go to Goodwill. I mean, there, apparently there's freaking purple shirts all over Goodwill. Go to Goodwill. Go to the women's shelter. I, I took a bag full of old SFA shirts to the women's shelter about three weeks ago. Go dig over there. Stupid. And then the last thing is Arlington Baptist didn't get their info into athletic department on time. So if you walked up and grabbed one of the rosters that normally has the, uh, the stats and the names of the players on it, you were sorely disappointed because when you flipped it over, it was blank. So why they even yeah. had them out, I don't know, because there was nothing on them. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, mentioned that because you know Richard Parton um, asked about that and why they were blank, and he was not pleased. Yeah, because, because nobody turned in the information to the printer, I guess, quick enough, and so... Um, there was nothing to print on them. So why they were even out, because I doubt that Ryan Ivy would put out blank ones intentionally. Um, so, uh, but why they were out. Well, 
anyway, I don't know because there was literally no purpose for them being out. Yeah, I don't know, unless they already had them, like, printed with the photo on one side, and then they were going to take them and have the words printed on the other side. I don't know. Which is true, but at the same Um, time, but if that's the case, don't even put them out. Just recycle them. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you already had them printed, that's one thing. I understand that. But why put them out with nothing on the back of them is what I'm saying. Like, that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, everybody that walked up grabbed one and then probably walked over their seat and realized, oh, it's blank. Maybe I grabbed one. It was a mistake. And Because my mom did that. Mom walked over and got another one thinking that she just grabbed, you know, a random blank one that wasn't supposed to be blank. She's like, oh, yeah. they're, they're, all, they're all blank. Oh. So, yeah. Anyway. But uh, also, uh, real, real quick shout out to... Uh, the new alcohol section over uh, kind of by the tunnel in the corner there by the uh, home bench, man, it was packed. Yeah. It was packed last night. There were people everywhere over there. So I'm hoping everybody is really enjoying that new section. Cause I know I am. It's catching on. It's catching on like wildfire, baby. Let's go. All right, Chica. Time for your favorite section. Well, your second favorite section. <laughs> what do you mean? Let's do the captions. Uh, so this one we had a little guest, uh, David from the Arkansas State game, kind of doing like a alligator clap. It looked like an alligator clap, yeah. Or I don't know what you call it. That's um, alligator. It's like the uh, it's like the Florida Gator chomp. If you're a football yeah. fan, a college football fan, you know what I'm talking about. The Florida Gator Chomp. So our, um, our fan, Justin Rodriguez, said, if you beat Duke and you know it, clap your hands. Perfect. Perfect. That was a good one. Perfect caption. Loved it. Um, uh, then we got Jan. Jan, uh, I'm going to butcher her last name. Petrasini? Yeah, I'm not even going to try. Well, I tried, and I might have got it wrong. Anyway, uh, she was saying, better than Baby Shark, which goes in perfectly with Grant's when he said, when the Baby Shark song comes on. God, I hate that song so much. So I've never even heard of this song or didn't know it was a thing. Never heard of it. What? So Thanksgiving and my niece had some kind of toy that I guess played what is supposed to be this song and I'm Hold very up. confused. You had never thing. heard of Baby Shark up until Thanksgiving. No. Jacqueline, where have you been hiding? I don't know. Do you not know? You know what though? I'm sitting here looking at I think you pronounce Jan's last name Petrucciani. Wow, yeah, I was way off. There's my guess. Um, I think I think you might have nailed it, and I think I butchered it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've never, never heard of Baby Shark. I, I I don't even know what to say to that. I I cannot after all the hype of this stupid Baby Shark thing. I I'm just shocked. I'm very shocked. But that's hey, good for you. You've had to avoid all the dumb, dumb, dumb crap. Yeah, the uh, few times that I heard it over Thanksgiving uh, were more than enough. I can't stand it. It's the dumbest freaking song, I swear. The dumbest freaking song. 
<sighs> All right. And lastly, take it away, Jacqueline. Um, and then we have Tyler Helms, which is, was actually an SFA band we saw in the stands at the Artie Love State game. Yes. After, uh, I think Alex thought he had tweeted something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that he had tweeted a picture um, of the arena and said there is a shockingly lack of purple or something like that in, in this, in the stands. And I literally was like, there's another SFA fan here. And then I realized that the, the way the picture was taken, that he was somewhere up above us. And so I turned around and lo and behold, there he was sitting a few rows up from us in a purple shirt. And I said, <laughs> hello. And I like waved back on Twitter. <laughs> it was just funny. Cause uh, then he started, you know, following us and I'm glad that he was there. Turns out Tyler is a uh, SFA alumni in his undergrad, but he's going to Arkansas state for grad school. Um, so that's why he was there. Um, but he says he misses SFA basketball culture because apparently Arkansas state basketball culture is just not what it is here. So sorry, Tyler. You should come back to SFA. Yeah, so, so now he, he follows us. So he gave a caption. Um, if you're the number one basketball team in the country and you know it, clap your hands. Bingo. <laughs> I love it. Solid, solid, solid. Love it. All right. So moving on to final little segment here about announcements and some random stuff. So obviously the next game coming up is on Friday at seven versus Alabama in Bama in Tuscaloosa. And of course we're going. Shock, right? We have several Several SFA fans uh, that we know of who we are going as well. So. Yep, yep. So there's going to be a group of us going, not necessarily together, but we're all going to be there. And, of course, I'm sure some of the coaches, wives, and families are going to make that trip as well because um, it is a very big game. And so um, we are staying the night, though, this time. This was a planned trip, not a last-minute decision this time. So um, we uh, got a hotel room near near the university, and so we'll be staying in Tuscaloosa that night and then coming back Saturday morning ish. Um, some up to date statistics on this game as of the, this moment, ESPN has us at 22% probability with Bama at 77.8% probability. But this isn't the first time that the ESPN power index probability of win uh, was wrong and can be wrong. They had us, they had us not winning to Duke they actually even had us not winning at Arkansas State. They had that yeah. game as well. We were at like twenty, like sixteen percent probability um, at the Arkansas State game. So <laughs> um, this does not mean anything for us. We could easily win this game against Bama as well. So I'm not concerned. Um, hopefully we will. Hopefully we'll come out of there with another W to tack on to our current win total. Um, Bama at the moment is three and four and the game will be on SEC network plus. Um, this is not the same thing as SEC network on your television screens. Um, I, as far as I know, it's not going to be on television on SEC network unless you just have some magical television. Um, but it will be on SEC network plus. So I'm sure you're able to find that on your Roku apps, your Apple smart TVs, 
whatever you use smart TV wise, or even on your cell phone, I think you might be able to watch it as well. Um, so you can watch it. It is available for you. So of course, but you can always follow along. We'll be, we'll be, you know, putting out some content on our road trip. Um, you know, we'll go live for introductions like we normally do. And uh, possibly if anything else crazy happens during the game, we'll go live during that as well. So you'll have us to rely on. Yeah. And also happening Friday and hopefully maybe uh, I can watch some of it on our phone uh, before the game starts. The yeah. Season. Like I said, volleyball team is playing their first round um, game in the tournament in Waco at five. So, you know, maybe we'll get to watch a little bit of it on the phone and keep up with it. But um, That would be great. They're uh, 31-1 and one, and they're playing USC who's 17-13. and 13, So, you know, they have a Superstellar chance of winning. I mean, they've just been dominating all season. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, like that, like, I know. We we finally yeah, get a little bit of respect. Them. Finally, get a little bit of respect from NCAA, and they put us what is it? It's a two seed, two seed oh, or three I don't seed. Know what, I don't know. What we were I'm pretty sure it's either two or three seed, and then we're playing USC, which is like the two or three seed. So it's like either one, vice versa. I don't really know, but I mean, come on. USC, it's a really good volleyball school, but at the same time, they're, I mean, just because they're 17 and 13, it's its not going to be a uh, walk in the park. It's definitely going to be a knockdown, drag out type of game. I mean, the sets are going to be insane. So if you can go to Waco on Friday, December 6th, make it up to Waco. I know that there is a large group of people that are going to Waco on Friday. So, or if you live in the area, if you're from Waco, you're an SFA alumni and you live in the area or live near Waco, try and go, try and go. It'll be obviously at, at, at Baylor, um, at the facilities there. So if you can go, go, I highly, highly suggest that you go. These girls are dominant and we, they need your support. So that's that. Yeah, if it, if it wasn't on Oh, absolutely. If we weren't already going to Bama, we would definitely be going. Yeah, I mean, not not a hard drive. These ladies have just been killing it all season, so it's, yeah. it's guaranteed to be uh, worth your drive to support and show up and watch it again. Yeah. All right, so lastly, before we uh, log off and uh, head to bed here tonight, um, I made the absolutely horrible mistake of tweeting out a question to our fans. Um, we're about to record our podcast. Are there any questions or comments or topics out there that you want us to cover? And of course, um, we get three really, really, really important questions from our fans. Uh, the first one's from Scott Allen, one of our favorites. And he says, if I'm making stew, are three tomatoes too many or too few? Are two too few? Um, great question, Scott. If you're making stew, are three tomatoes too many or two too few? Hmm. You know, I really don't know. I feel like three may be too many. So you may need to go with two. But it depends on how much you're making it for. I mean, how many people? You know, are you doing it in a crock pot or are you doing it, you know, for just you, yourself, and I? Or is it for an entire, you know, troop of people? It's a very great question. It's a stumper. 
Yeah, so Scott, if you would please tweet a serving size, that will make this much easier to answer. Uh, The next question is from The Rev. He says, do you prefer chestnuts roasting on an open fire or Jack Frost nipping at your nose? (sighs) See, again, I made made this mistake. I blame myself. Uh, I prefer Jack Frost nipping at my nose personally. Because I don't think I've ever had a chestnut. Yeah, I don't even really know what it means, chestnut roasting on an open fire. I don't really know what that even means. I mean, I think it's literally like a literal nut roasting on fire. So you, you're you eating. I mean, eat. you like roast them and then eat them or what? Like, yes, yes, yes. Does anyone even do that? I've never. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. If anyone out there has ever actually roasted chestnuts on an open fire, please respond. We need some assistance on that. But I personally I personally would rather have Jack Frost nipping out my nose. I'm just a cold person. I like cold. Oh, that came out wrong. I'm not a cold person. Well, I can be. Um, I have a very dark heart. Um, no, I just, I love the cold. And so I feel like if I had to pick, I would definitely pick like me being cold. That's just personally. Um, and then yeah, lastly, that's you. Okay, so Jacqueline would want to be cold too. All right. But she does get cold very easily, so you would need to have many layers, my darling. Yeah. Yes. And then the last one is from Matthew. He says, uh, Dasher or Dancer? Man, these are uh, very Christmas-themed questions. Dasher or really Dancer? Hmm. Which reindeer do you prefer, Jacqueline? Dasher or Dancer? I think Dancer. Are you a dancer? Yeah. I have to yeah. go. Yeah. Mm. I think I'll go with Dasher on that. So I'll go opposite of you. I think I think just because I use DoorDash a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason. Yeah. That's literally the only reason I can think of. That makes sense. Also, he also made a comment that uh, I told him he had homework to do. The fact that he hasn't listened to a single podcast. And I said he had homework and he had better catch the heck up um, soon here. And he says he just has the Drexel podcast left to listen to. So good for you, Matt. Good for you. I'm glad you've caught up. Um, and then one quick also side note, the uh, dis- the uh, podcast March Madness 365, uh, the first December episode with Andy Katz. Nate Bain was on that episode. He starts like around seven minutes and 36 seconds. And so um, if you want to listen to the podcast that Nate is featured in, March Madness 365 uh, with Andy Katz, um, it's on, I, I retweeted it on on Twitter. And uh, so you can go listen to him talk about everything that's been going on with, uh, with Nate. So I think that was really cool. And if I'm not mistaken, um, Andy Katz also tweeted that Keller had mentioned that Nate was invited to go to the uh, CNN Heroes show on Sunday in New York. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's exactly what he tweeted. He, he tweeted it earlier today. He was invited to CNN Heroes show Sunday in New York. That is crazy. That really is. I mean... Huge, 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 huge for Nate and SFA. What a great accomplishment that is. Just insane. Just insane. Um, I don't even know what his 
his totals up to now. I'm sure it's close to $150,000, if not over that. Um, you, everybody that's been donating to Nate's cause on GoFundMe is just, we are so, we are so blessed to have such amazing fans and new fans. And I know Nate is too, and he's so thankful for it. And many people are going to get a lot of the help and resources and things rebuilt, clothes, food, shelter, all the basic necessities um, of life are going to be replenished to Bahamas and specifically Freeport. So we can't thank you enough. Can't thank you enough. Fantastic. Makes, makes me heart, makes me uh, bring a tear to my eye. My cold, uh, my cold black heart is cracking a little bit. (laughs) Oh man. All right. So I'm excited for this coming road trip, Jacqueline. We're going to have a great time on Friday. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be here. Um, Me too. I know. And then after that, we'll have to figure out what our next road trips are going to be. Cause uh, we'll have a little bit of a break. We'll have a couple home games in December and then, you know, conference is starting and then here we go. We're off to the races. Oh, and then hopefully we'll have some alumni buses. I hope so too. We haven't, we haven't found out about any alumni buses as of yet, but I'm, I'm hoping there'll be at least a couple alumni buses for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So that is the end of the Arlington Baptist podcast. Hopefully you've enjoyed our glorious recap and fun little takes and discussions and side combos. Um, we're excited for the game versus Alabama. As a reminder, it's Friday, seven o'clock um, versus uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. And uh, you can watch it on SEC Network Plus. And unless something else pops up where that you can watch it, you can always listen to Rob Myers on Q107. Um, but if you would like to watch it, I think that might be your only option is SEC Network Plus. So just FYI. Yeah, I think that's it. Of course, per usual, if we find out anything else, we will tweet and yes. put that on Facebook and whatnot. But. Yes. So, yeah, keep keep up with our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And we will make sure that we keep you guys updated with everything Lumberjack basketball as per usual. All right. So have a great night. Have a good Wednesday. Hopefully everybody has a good night's sleep and has little lumberjack dreams. Um, I think I had a dream last night legitimately about SFA basketball. But uh, yeah, I honestly can't remember what the content and the context of it was, but I'm pretty sure it was SFA basketball related. Well, if uh, if Colin has a dream that we beat, Alabama, then I'll know we're going to beat them. I swear to God. Yeah. I'm about to tweet Colin. If he has a dream that we beat Alabama, I'm going to honestly lynch him for being a witch. He's a witch. He's he's like uh, tuned in somehow. He's tuned into the, to the, to the natural waves of the world or something. I don't know. Crazy craziness. Oh man. All right. So make sure you listen to both new podcasts that were posted tonight, this one and the Arkansas state podcast. Let us know what you think. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And always remember Axe and Jacks. Without some Jacks.